Welcome listeners. Welcome JV Pickers. Josue here, back with working together to bring you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is rock band songs and guitar hero songs. So grab your quarters, pick your dibs, Geek Elite Media presents Jukebox Vertigo. So we don't have quite a packed table, but it is a full table and a new, somebody new at the table, which I'm very excited uh, for them to be here. We have ourselves Jess. Hi. Hi. Glad for you to be on this show. Uh, another first timer. I'm very happy to be getting to know all these Geekly uh, media members. Uh, you being one of them. Uh, can you tell the, our listeners where else you're from? Um, so for Geekly, I do four podcasts. I'm in nice. Geeks Watch. I do VHS Gems, um, Love of Pages, our book club podcast. And then I also do United States of Women. Oh, fuck yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> do you have your own uh, vast collection of VHSs as well? No, I don't okay. have them anymore. We kind okay. of just got rid of them all. <laughs> like, I can't There's remember only f- how long ago, but yeah, they're they're gone. There's ever a few select, like old old timey monster movies that will just kind of pick out from like their stories. But that's about it, because yeah, they do take up a lot of space. Yeah. Next up on the show, we have ourselves some Daniel. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, 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 buddy. Glad, you're, glad for you to be on. Thank you. I guess I won't say thank you for having me on, like always, since I am part of the crew now. So uh, yes. I'll cut that out. But <laughs> always having fun recording this. So yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We're talking to music with you. Always. And of course, as always, we're going to have ourselves some Keith. Yo. Um, I want to, I know we're going to talk about what we listen to in just a moment, but I want to say thank you to our guest last week and our good friend, Steven. Because uh, he he made me complete musically last week by giving me a recommendation, <laughs> and I'll be talking about that in a moment. Yes, awesome. Everybody here, full table. Uh, moving on to what we should just be recommending to to ourselves, to each other, and to everyone. I have myself my list here. It's not everything; it's just my organized. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are just the, my, my scribbles. The bottom half is when I have them all organized. Uh, so I'm gonna start with singles. Except for one, because I'm saving one for like the, the last, for, for the end. It was just, it's fucking amazing. But anyway, my boy Snot came out with a new song. Uh, it's called Red. And I'm just happy for him to be back. Uh, the last song called Whipski. The one with the, fuck, I keep forgetting his name. Little Internet, I think. Uh, it was a good one. Uh, I mean, it's not that I don't like it. It's just, it's just very weird hearing Snot with a feature because he's just still so underground. But now that he's coming up, he does have that feature money now. So that one was cool. But now coming back to real, um, sad boy sounding uh, snob, but in his like, I'm I'm pissed, I'm angsty type of way. Fucking love this dude, so good. And two, almost two back to back singles. At least two singles in this year. I'm hoping for another album. And then Molly Brazy, also with back to back singles. With last week's being uh, famous with Baby Money, and this week with the the Demon. Now the Demon being kind of like a minute and thirty because she just. <laughs> She's a very sassy rapper, and I fucking love her high, her just her high pitch voice. But just like going down to the, going down these bars where it just like it just comes off intimidating. Where she, if you had her in your face, it would just be very, very fucking intimidating. Especially like the more you listen to her, and she just gets very specific with how and when her AKs are around, and it's just like 
the, 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 this girl's real. This girl's for real. <laughs> I do love a badass lady rapper. Oh, I, oh, for sure. I, I damn for sure do. I mean, I think it just actually like back it up. I mean, I, I don't know what the actual lifestyle is, but if they can back it up on like on the mic and actually like wrap it around, if they're gonna be like raunchy, so be it. Uh, but at least like be like at least like be clever about it, and it's like hats off to Megan the Stallion right there um, mm-hmm. over someone like Cardi B. But then you just have your conscious rappers, and for sure those are gonna be like the real badass ones. I saw the product. <laughs> Who's bad? that's why she's on there on here twice. Uh, next rapper I'll be talking about is Vince Staples with "Are You With That," and this one was almost like an almost an aggressive title. "Are You With That?" It's actually more of a very mellow R and B song, and it just like gives you like that beach dancey vibe. And it's like this is actually a good listen. And now for some fun jokey ones, there was uh, Tenacious D with "You Never Give Me Your Money" slash the end. It's almost like a two parter. And of course, it's your tenacious silliness. Um, not your fast. I'm, I'm, I want Kyle Gas to just be going jamming on his acoustics guitar again. But uh, it is what it is. Hopefully, we get more songs from them. That actually came on during my workout, and that's actually a Beatles cover. Oh no, shit! Yeah, the first Which? part. Yeah, the first one. The I'm not going to sing it because you know don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but yes, the first it. half of the song is a Beatles cover. Huh. Oh, well, that's awesome. Good yeah. to know. They did. Oh, like, they did a good job. <laughs> you liked it. Awesome. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Then something I'm also wondering if you guys listen to it on the funny side, John LaJoy. Taco. Oh, I love him, but no. Is he's back. <laughs> he came out with a song called One Thing. And on the the thumbnail, it's him like removing his his uh face mask. And it's just like and he talks he he talks about he sings about how he's like he's super dope that like because of science we have our vac- vaccines and we can move forward with our lives in the world. But the one thing he's gonna miss out on he's gonna really gonna miss about this whole shitty year is how easy it was to bail on people or to not hang out around other people. It's John LaJoy. It's gonna be silly, but it is very John LaJoy, and it's gonna actually gonna be a good song too. Yeah, now, we haven't talked much about him on the show, but I mm-hmm. absolutely love. Um, please use this song. <laughs> the one he wrote that's supposed to be a generic like advertising anthem caught a mm-hmm. that song and <laughs> it started as a baby it's so funny to me he me. makes good music it's just catchy it's just it's so stupid but it's such a dumb joke but i love it and then uh my big one is uh merry christmas exclamation point oh yes <laughs> i send that to all my friends every year i, I put it on facebook every single year right, you better send me that one more <laughs> With and then I start, ex- and then I start texting my friends. Merry Christmas! Exclamation point. Nice. And hope they see the video. We expect this uh, Christmas gram from you. <laughs> yeah. uh, last thing I'll talk for now, because it, it, but it is a very much of a highlight for me for this week, and the one I was listening to before, or while I was talking to you guys pre-show, is Willow, Willow Smith, Willow, with another <laughs> super great rocking single called Lipstick. Nice. And oh my god, I just I say this every fucking time. It's like she's come a long way from I whip my hair back and forth. Uh-huh. Like out of all the Smiths, she's like the one that's actually taking her music career the most serious or seriously. Like she's not campy, safe as will. She doesn't leave people hanging to dry like Jaden. <laughs> she constantly puts out great fucking music. And the last one she did, Transparent with the, the Travis Barker one, I thought it was a fun single. It's like, oh, she's kicking over on the on the rocker side. That's cool. I kind of I kind of want more. And there was a talk about. I saw there's like a there's gonna be a new album coming out for, from her. So like oh, that's cool. But I, I hope it stays to this genre at least. Like dip into something new, something different for you for herself. And then lipstick is actually is it has that melodic. She carries this melodic metal like 
like voice, but then like the, the 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 song is just it's still rocking, but it has that just like more of an industrial like Trent Reznor vibe. But so, but it still meshes very well. And like something I didn't I didn't really talk about a few months ago was when she was when she fucking had uh, Wicked Wisdom for for Mother's Day, which is a uh, Jada Pickett Smith's uh, uh, band, her her actual metal band. And on Mother's Day, she got her band for Willow to sing "Bleed Over Me," one of her songs, to Jada, like just almost like a private session. So that's really fucking cool that she's dipping into this rock side. So for for and this album is just gonna be all that because she just sounds great. She she really has a fantastic voice. The utter shade you just did, Will Smith. <laughs> what? Because. Am I am I wrong that he plays like it? He's not taking his music seriously. <laughs> well, I mean, he plays it. Getting I mean, he's he can be. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I didn't time, say it's bad. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying he's can be. I got you. Yeah. And then, okay. And then we get a, not, not enough uh, wicked wisdom because it's actually it's actually really cool. Yeah. Now for some albums, um, I can actually finally talk about Tyler Creator's album. Uh, yes. Call me if you get lost. And actually dug it. If anything, I liked it for the opposite reasons that Crozen did. I actually liked the the middle part when he's not really around or when he's not doing his, I call it his aggressive slam poetry rap, but that's just me. But the middle section of the album <laughs> is really good. Uh, the whole project is actually just like, um, I did enjoy it. It's just, I just, I wish he just had a different style too. So moving on, Doja Cat with Planet Her was really fucking good too um i can't i'm constantly at odds with her over just disturbing her but i can never just fault her music because it's just really really fun like song woman or just naked really the song with the weekend is really good i don't understand why there's two different ones like there's an extended version with her having a longer part and it's not a bad part it's actually good so i just just constantly just preferred the, the longer version anyway um yeah she's just good also, lady gaga from a cow yeah, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> exactly. It is I'm a like, we fantastic video. <laughs> then Lady Gaga had "Born This Way" the tenth anniversary, which was actually good—a a great re-listen to listen to the whole project again, ex- like, my, like then just like the singles how it really was back then. To just go through the fucking this body of work is just so fucking dope. And then like for for it to be a tenth anniversary, the deluxe version had some songs. That I'm trying to find as I'm buying time. Shit, I'll just type it. Born you this find time. way. Fun fact: um, yeah. David Guetta, uh, he actually dropped out of the project. He was supposed to produce the album, but Zed ended up uh, replacing him and produced the entire album. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, and that's when that Zed was different. a nobody. No shit. Yeah, I, I feel like David Guetta would probably made it more. More poppy or uh, more uh, more housey kind of style. Yeah, more housey yeah. is what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what it was too. Okay, so coming back to once I found it, uh, the deluxe album, the extra songs are basically covers from other people. Where it ends with the uh, Edge of Glory, but then you have um, Kylie uh, Montague doing a uh, Mary the oh. Night Minogue. Uh, Minogue, Minogue, cool. Um, Big Frida with Ju- doing Judas, the Highwaymen doing. Highway Unicorn, but with Britney Spencer and Madeline Edwards, Ben Platt you with doing you and I, years and years doing redoing Edge of Glory, and then Oliver Peck doing Born This Way as a country road version, and it works. I fucking Ooh. dug this. Like it was, it was just like to listen to the whole project again and getting these like weird renditions of different songs that you just listen to were really cool. Now speaking of, I'm actually gonna jump list here. 
Metallica did the same thing. And I was listening to this as a joke, but then some of them were actually pretty fun. So this is the Metallica Blacklist EP for um, Nothing Else Matters and Enter Sandman. And then I really thought this was going to be a joke because it was uh, the opening track is Enter Sandman. But of everyone in the music industry, it's Juanes, Mexican artist Juanes doing Enter Sandman. And it sounds like probably one of the best karaoke versions of Enter Sandman. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he doesn't, I'm not saying he sounds bad, but the music, like, just so it doesn't sound the same, just so it doesn't sound like Enter Sandman, the riff is just like, a note and a half off or different, and it just makes it sound like a cover karaoke Ooh. band doing entertainment <laughs> as he's doing it. Uh, but then, oh man, this other one, as soon as it started playing, I knew I was gonna like it, and I was already didn't, I didn't want it, didn't want to like it, um, because of the singer. But the way it starts, it has what. Yeah, and Elton John, Yo-Yo Ma, and uh, Robert Trujillo, uh, the bassist for Metallica. And all of these are fantastic, but then the way it sounds with the, starts with piano, and it's, it's nothing else matters, and it's like, all right, here she comes, and it's going to sound fucking cool. And it's Miley Cyrus <laughs> covering Nothing Else Matters, yeah. and it's actually good. So that's actually not completed the entire way, because uh, Ghost, um, Papa Emiratus, or whatever Papa they're on right now, he actually uh, went on Facebook today and made a post saying that their cover of um, Enter the Sandman is going to be on the full album once it's fully released. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Because there was like another project for the Black album, but I didn't have time for that. I didn't really want to. But anyway, coming back to this one, the next three songs are literally sad but true. And this is where it's going to be iffy. I, I thought it was going to be iffy because this is my favorite Metallica song. I don't have that many favorite Metallica songs, sorry, but this one I do like because. Lars just goes ape shit on the fucking drums. And that's the reason why I like the song. Enter Sam Fender doing Sad But True. And it is the softest, quietest, most beautiful thing I've ever heard. All these three songs, I they're all so different, but I really can't fight them. I love them all just as much as I love the original. Because the next one is Jason Isbell and then St. Vincent doing uh, all, all these three cats doing Sad But True. And it's like, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. Um, I those two songs, but they're like for holier than that, but they're like whatever. So anyway, that was that. I thought it was gonna be a joke, um, but it's actually I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed that. Then off of Keith's request from last week, there was uh, the Murlocs with the Bittersweet Demons. Yes, this actually wasn't that bad. I hadn't, hadn't I really never listened to them, and they're pretty dope. <laughs> Very different yeah. for like an actual like rock band. I was gonna say because I obviously I don't know who they are. I just recommend them because you have similar. Uh, interest with another band but that description was so bizarre to me that i just i have to know like what did you think like what would you describe their genre i mean at first because like, honestly towards like towards the end it started uh, the album started to really mellow out but towards like the middle when they're just like at the most aggressive or like they really wanted to find their sound it gave me like jet vibes with um i don't see the strokes but just, i'm trying to think of another band the one that actually one that actually resonated with it but really almost like it gave me jet vibes for a while mm-hmm. that's cool like part of the description was like R and B. Did you get any of that? I think that's where like the second half comes in when it starts to really mellow out. Cause it was really just rocking for like the first half. Oh, nice. Now another album I listened to like for these, for these two next two albums are just really cool. These are kind of basically live albums. It was a um, metal metal band enslaved had Chronicles of the Northbound. 
um, was below the lights, but it's, um, but it was, a, there was a cinematic tour, uh, last year, or at least there was one last year. And this album sounds fucking great. Cause it's only like seven songs, but they're like super fucking long songs. And I can only imagine what, what it meant for a cinematic tour. I can only just like imagine. It just it takes me back to Pharaohs for childish. And like, it's like we went to fucking somewhere. So add a metal album to it. Like this shit would have been dope. And then Lacuna Coil had their uh, Live from the Apocalypse, which I guess this is an actual release over last year in September. They had a live stream for their whole last album. Uh, fuck, should run it down. <laughs> but they basically just did uh, the cover to cover of that last album since so they couldn't really tour it. And the essence of the album, if you will, is more or less about the album came out in 2019 and they're pretty much like talking about the end of the world and so much so that it ended up happening so they pretty much like did the whole thing over and just like at least for, to put it out for, for people then modest mouse had the golden casket and i actually did like it it was it did it did have a good batch of songs there's no need float on but at least for the whole project <laughs> yeah at least for the whole project it's actually very much uh worth to listen to if you haven't listened to them in a while which honestly i haven't for at least for new, new stuff from them <laughs> Almost wrapping up here, guys, because these are my fa- these are my favorites. Um, B Badoobie, <laughs> B Badoobie put out this magical little EP called Our Extended Play, an EP, and this thing off the bat, just by like the cover art, it's already like a. 2000s like a brand new fresh going into the millennium just radio play and like even like the way the word is the word is played out and like the word is uh the font is used it's really fucking cool um i just i'm just so enamored with it because like even like it gives you all of like the late 90s and then just like that i don't know how to explain all that all that radio play you know um they're just fantastic songs um Cologne is a good one. The the last one just makes me really happy. Like the just like opening and closing with that song, especially because like the last one goes, uh, uh, he gets me so high, and it just and I get how it, it's supposed to be how it's supposed to be met, uh, but kind of her re- relating to other songs like with like animal noises. I know she what she also could mean, and it just makes me think of Sochi because when we first started talking, I had the impression that she was like a hella stoner being from up here but her tolerance wasn't as high and maybe just like just as much as me, but I wanted to show up too. So I, we would get incredibly blazed. And so that song just makes me think of her because <laughs> it would, because then down the line we would, we would talk about then, then memories and she'd be like, yeah, I don't remember that. I was like, wow, how it was right in your face. Yeah. I was super high back then when we first started talking. It's like, Oh shit. Okay. Well, I get, I think that makes sense. So, Last album I'll talk about is The Marias with Cinema. And this has been on repeat this whole fucking time. I just love it. It's such a banger. They had even like, I call it the first song. The first song is more of an intro, but the second song, um, oh God, I'm just drawing, of course, I'm drawing blanks on names right now. It's like, they're, I thought that was one of the singles. It is like just so fucking catchy. I had to go back and be like, I feel like I, I know some, but I hadn't. But it's really the ones I kind of want to have the most on repeat. But then it just le- you just let the whole thing play, and I just love how she just meshes um, English tracks with Spanish tracks in between, or just like one is like the full thing in Spanish, and just like they're just very, very, very nice songs, especially when they're just like they're titled in English, and then she just like starts ripping in Spanish. It's like that's fucking cool. And then just last night, 
Local band, local hardcore metal band Dying Wish releases their title track single for their upcoming album, Fragments of a Bitter Memory. And it is fucking awesome. It is so fucking good. I've waited for an album from these guys for a while now. They've just, they've had a few singles for like the last few years. They didn't do anything last year. And then they, I guess they started working and they're promising an album for the first of October. And then this first one is just, damn, she just sounds so good. Her screams are just so sharp, just so on point, so brutal. And then one of the fucking coolest, like, I mean, this is such a catchy, um, like hook, like on, on the chorus, like, your smile felt like a home. Uh, constant closure, I'll never know. And it's like the way she just like does it all in one fucking breath. It's just like, oh God. And it like does it in a melody, not just like one giant roar. It's like, Mwah. so fucking dope. I recommend this one for sure. Dying Wish, Fragments of a Bitter Memory. Um, it's already competing for maybe album of the year against Harky for this guy with Mare because ooh, that one single is already kind of like, fuck, it's, it's just taking over my life. <sighs> so... That's everything I listen to. Jess, what kind of music do you like? And then what kind of music have you have you been listening to? Um, I like a lot of music. I think I think it's easier to say what I don't like. I don't like country yeah. with a lot of twang in it, like a lot of old twang in it, like a lot of okay. steel guitar I don't like. And I don't <laughs> like death metal. Not okay. necessarily because of the music. I just I can only take so much screaming on like I just kind of I'm just like I can't understand you and it's hurting my <laughs> vocal cords. <laughs> like but all the guitar and drumming and everything in death metal I love is just is so much <laughs> <laughs> So that's about what I won't listen to. Um so I I've been listening to well, actually this morning my dad sent me a song to listen to on my way to work and it was um Janis Joplin's version of Summertime. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, which her singing for Summertime is not my favorite version of it because she kind of, she does that. She sings it more in her higher (laughs) register. So where she kind of sort of sounds like, I don't know, it's almost like Baba Yaga's like singing at you, like some old witch is singing at you (laughs) in it. But the guitar in her version and the music backing it is gorgeous, like utterly gorgeous it was a great way to drive to work and um i i was one of those millennials who last year during covid got tiktok and discovered a bunch of tiktok artists and music (laughs) artists um one i follow she's been dropping a lot of singles on spotify i noticed and her name is addison grace she does indie pop so i think she plays like the ukulele she has a beautiful light lilting you know that indie pop voice she has it's like the backing music is very kind of lo-fi in it too so it's just something you listen to and it just makes you feel nice um my favorite is probably one called manic pixie dream girl and it's mainly because it's called (laughs) manic pixie dream girl but she also does one called sugar rush and it's just it's just some nice easy listenings um and also all day today i've been listening to a random playlist i've discovered on uh spotify and the playlist is titled Running Through a Castle as Tom Hiddleston and I Yearn for Each Other. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just, which this is not the only playlist. It's just the one that I have checked out. There's also one like Running Through New York at 3 a.m. with Stan. <laughs> um, oh, what's his name? Stan. <laughs> Winter Soldier. 
Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. There yes. Sebastian Stan. That's why I couldn't get it. Um, yeah, <laughs> running through New York at 3 a.m. with Sebastian Stan is another one I need to listen to as well. But um, the Tom Hiddleston running through a castle one is just filled with just all those romantic musical soundtracks, like a lot from like the Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley. So Dawn is one of like the best <laughs> ones. And then, but also like Swan Lake Opus 20 is like in there because it's gorgeous. But then, you you also have like a Hoosier song and <laughs> it's just a wonderful playlist to like sit and listen to and think, yes, this is exactly what you would want playing as you run through a castle with like a ball gown and Tom Hiddleston is somewhere moping and you're like in love with each other. <laughs> just it's great. <laughs> but yeah, that's been that's been mostly it, I think. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's actually a pretty good range. I should try to I should try to find this playlist just to see like what else is on there. So uh Daniel, what have you been listening to? As always, it's all over the goddamn place. So um, yeah. uh some Stone Sour. Um Isaac, uh who's my roommate, brought up Shine Down. So I was like, do I remember if I like Shine Down? <laughs> and that was a hard pass for me. Um <laughs> Really? Yeah. I thought, I always thought they were one of the few bands of that style that I actually genuinely liked. Yeah. They have like two songs that are okay. Okay, that that's I actually like. Yeah. I, I really I really like their Leonard Skinner cover, the Simple Man cover. Okay, yeah, that, that's actually a good one, but I'm just like, nope, nope, skip, skip. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> also, uh, uh, some Chevelle, uh, Flume, uh, jumping back into the EDM again, uh, San Holo, because, you know, Cry stuff is always good, emotional EDM stuff, so that. Uh, Black Tiger Sex Machine, again. Um, but again, that's usually for the workouts. Uh, Miha, she's a local artist that's uh, that dated Skrillex for a bit, and she's on Skrillex's label, so got some deep house stuff in there. Uh, Matt Mason, uh, recommended by a friend. Uh, we're on the pop side, so this will cater to uh, Keith over here, so some Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, we talked about this. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't really that's like true. that album. <laughs> But it was like a mix of everything, you know, uh, G. Jones, um, Tiesto again, and uh, Calvin Harris, some Mudvayne. Yeah. Um, and Gorillas, and that's pretty much it. Dope, dope. And Keith, what was uh, your rotation? Okay, so I'll just start with what I kind of teased in my intro. Um, Stephen was on last week. He recommended to me, based on my usual picks, a band named Stand Atlantic, which is from Australia. And I currently it's like okay Hostway. yeah no, i listen to them I'll, I'll use a gaming reference to see what, what i mean here so you know the triforce right and yeah. the legend of zelda so i had two pieces of the triforce because i had beach bunny <laughs> and i had best coast and i'm like i just need the third piece of the triforce of awesome rock bands with lead, female lead singers and steven introduced me to state atlantic and now I have the complete Triforce, and I feel complete as a person. So, um, they're really great. They're, um, he did describe them as Paramore with a little Taylor Swift on sprinkled on top, which I think is a good description. <laughs> I also think if you like Echo Smith, there's a bit of Echo Smith in there too. Mm. Um, but some of their songs are a little harder than others, but I really dig it. I love their lyrics. Um, one of the songs is called Skinny Dipping. And I love the lyric because it's like, it's like skinny dipping in my jeans. You get wet, but you don't get clean. And I'm like, ah, oh, I love that so much. Like, ah, but it's just, I just absolutely love Stan Lake. So thank you, Steven, for giving me another obsession. Uh, so yeah. Uh, what else did I listen to? Uh, I went back to the title of the creator album again. 
not not much, but yeah, still kind of the same opinion. Uh, I listened to some Tame Impala. I was kind of in a chill mood the past two weeks, so yeah. it was mostly chill music. So yeah, Tame Impala, the slow rush, the new album. Also, they announced their tour, and I'm going, and I believe Daniel's <laughs> going with me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Camera's over there. There we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, pretty excited about that. So I wanted to listen to it again. Uh, I was writing the other day, and so um, when I write, I like to listen to stuff that I'm super familiar with, so I don't have to think about what's going on. Um, so I put on probably my favorite album of all time, probably the greatest album of all time, Talking <laughs> Book by Stevie Wonder. Uh, <laughs> listened to that through like six times. Um, I listened to Okie okay Human by Weezer. That's the one that did with the, the symphony. Yeah. Because um, again, it's an easy listen. I also went back to the Lord single, and I cannot wait for this album to come out. Like, I really want to see what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. Did you end up listening to it this way? Um, it wasn't part of my list, no. It's been a month, has <laughs> I know. Um, I also, the, of new stuff, the only thing I really listened to was the new Tom Petty album. Um, oh. Yeah, which I usually will give a Tom Petty album a chance. Um, this one is actually the soundtrack for She's the One. And uh, it's called Angel Dream. And it's really good. I mean, it's a Tom Petty album. It's exactly what you'd expect it to be. And I still really, really like his music. I, I think he's such a talented singer-songwriter. And mm. it kind of led me in this weird thought process that I'll get into real quick is a lot of classic rock were like, oh, man, their best music was like the early stuff, right? Like how many artists are like their later stuff is. But I'm like, I think I think it's really impossible for a classic artist to make a song later in their career that really stands out because of the nostalgia driven. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the I, whole legacy I, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's so many amazing albums later in an artist's career that don't get the credit just because mm-hmm. of that. And so Hustle knows I tend to listen to classic artists when they put on new albums. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I listened to Paul McCartney when it came out not too long ago, like just because I'm just like, there's something good here. There's gotta be, it's, it's still a Paul McCartney album, you know? So yeah, it was um, still a good album though. At least yeah. I thought. I like the Paul McCartney album. I, I did. I liked it a lot. So. Yeah. And then other than that, uh, it was the usual. So sorry, Stand Atlantic Beach Bunny, Best Coast, and of course, Fickle Friends. Fickle Friends. I was, I was waiting for that every one. Week, for that drop. Every week I went to Fickle Friends, the best album, our best artists out there right now. They're currently mixing their second album. They put two uh, EPs out, and uh, they're going to use those and other songs in their album. And I'm very, very excited. And they're the best. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I listened to. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, I listened to the Loki soundtrack a bit too when I was writing. So, oh, cool! It is a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it's really great cool. music there. Um, no, I, I did listen to Stan Atlantic. Uh, just only the the last album they put out, and I did like it. There's good music. It's just my one opinion is that, and I get for it, for, it works for some of the songs, but uh, for some of the parts, but. She uses way too many effects on her voice, and I just wish there was a little bit more confidence in just like just belting it. Um, other than that, that was just like a one thing. I just, it just kept t- taking me out of it when it's just like, well, here it goes again, just doing a, a, an effect or putting something behind the voice. When when, would, would, when it'd be clean, it she's it's it's fantastic. I would recommend what Stephen told me to do, which is to start at their previous album. Okay, yeah, I did just that's start with more the last one. that's more of an, a, like a, a raw thing. I think you mm-hmm. do that a lot. So that's the one with skinny dipping on. Yeah. So. And then going back to what you, what you said about classical artists that just can still put out great stuff. And it's like, a little, maybe a little more newer, but that's why I still hold with, um, at least I guess now it's 10 years old, but Wasting Light with Foo Fighters is my favorite okay. album where it's okay. like, 
how, how can they put something out, but uh, anything after like all my life and then ever long. But then here comes a great analog uh, produced album that mm-hmm. was wasting light. And it's just like, so fucking great. I love that thing cover to cover. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my favorite, well, potentially, yeah, you haven't ever said which one is your favorite. Potentially it's Sonic highways to be honest. Ooh, nice. Ooh, so, okay. From beginning to end, it might be. It was such a great project. Like just it's the really ambition nice. to how they made it. I just wish they had more time each episode or each episode they had like a week per studio. I wish they would have taken the extra week each time. And then uh, just uh, there's some, some songs that are just kind of like, ah, they're just like almost there. But I do love the album just because it was just awesome to try that. There's not a dud song on it is the thing. Mm. So, And that's why I kind of love it. And also because it was, they had the documentary series with it. I know the meaning of pretty much every lyric, oh, yeah. every song and that's cool. So yeah. Nice. So, icebreakers out of the way. Recommendations set. Let's move on to the actual category. And this new page is songs from Guitar Hero games slash rock band games. Man, these go fucking back. I've not played one in a while, but I honestly hold nothing but the fondest memories with these games. So, such great times. Daniel, did you have this game around? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what'd you play it on? On the Wii. On the Wii? Ooh, nice. Oh, That's a good one. Okay. That's yeah. cool, cool. Jess, what did you play this on mainly? Uh Xbox three sixty. You know what? Me fucking too. <laughs> I did play it on the three sixty. And Keith, how did you how did you play this one around? Mostly at my friends' houses. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Um I'm not the most musically talented person. I'm more mm-hmm. of a musical critic, but um <laughs> I it, we talked about it last time. You may have talked about it before, but um, early on, I was like, this is fun, I guess. But once the drums and the vocals came into play, I really started to enjoy it because I can drum. Oh, you know, yeah. So then I can sing most 90s rock. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's when I really started to enjoy it. But usually it was after several drinks with some of my friends just, you know, blasting all night long and pissing off the neighbors. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, well, for me, it came out like when I was still, I would say, I was. Looking back now as a fucking kid, but I guess I gotta say middle school when the first one came out. So I did have one, two, and three. Those are the ones I did have going into rock bands. Those are the ones going to friends' houses because yeah, did not have the money to have all the equipment or the whole band set up. But nonetheless, like shit, I like that we I like that I had those first three because just to be able to practice knowing how to play the game. So that potentially now when the parties came, I was actually one of the band members that I could probably keep up. Depending on if I wasn't trying to be a jackass and playing on expert when I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. But damn it, it was just getting to know these songs or just like some song, like, well, for just under a lot of my soundtracks, like to my life, really were branching off some of these songs because they were just like songs I, was, I would obviously have on repeat playing, but then getting to know this band, these bands, and it's like, oh, it's already the shit I do like. So what else is after out there that's like similar like this? Is like it really helped out with my library. Uh, Jess, going back to Jess, mm-hmm. um, crazy parties are good. Um, what's one of your favorite memories, or from what particular game? Um. We'll talk about songs in a second. I don't, so, I don't know. I, I owned a lot, actually. And, like, the main thing why I like this game so much was it was one of the few games I could play with my dad. Because he nice. he plays guitar, so and he's really talented with the guitar. I am, I've tried, but I'm not as talented as he is. But this was the one game that we could actually play together for, like, hours. Dope. And, 
so that's like my fond memory of it is is playing with my dad. And so I actually had a lot of them because he would go out and be like, "Ooh, there's there's the rock band Beatles. Like we love Beatles. So we're going <laughs> to get this one and Van Halen and I don't know. We just we got, I had a lot of them. I I meant to actually pull out. I'm pretty sure I still have them back in storage, but I I wasn't able to pull them out to see exactly how many I actually had. Oh like, shit! Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, was he? I'm I'm glad that he kind of, that he did catch on or that he liked playing it because I was about to ask like, was he one of those musicians where it's like he just didn't get it at first? Like, well, this is stupid. Like, that's not yeah. how you play music. Yeah, no, he he never got to expert level, but he could play on hard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it was, but, but yeah, he'd be like, actually, it took him because like I never read the directions, so it took me a while to learn that you could hammer on. And so <laughs> once once we figured that out, we we're like, oh, okay, this is a bit more <laughs> like how playing a little more real. <laughs> yeah, a little more real <laughs> stuff like that. Um, no, but going uh, going back to like I had like the first three, and like the, the by then by the third one, it was fun. Like had friends over, play versus versus. Uh, but by the third one, I was honestly just like getting tired of it, had that fatigue. And then along comes Rock Band, and all I wanted to do was just be on drums. For that one, for sure, I never got expert level because Beyond Expert was all, almost like borderline the real thing, but that fucking pedal was shit. And it, it would either break or uh-huh. it would just not register right. So I was very, I got, I'm happy that I got comfortable on hard uh, on the drums, depending on the song. Like Everlong, I still needed my three saves to get through the song. Uh, but. But for the most part, like kind of easy songs were were good to play, have like those cool fills and stuff. Uh, but yeah, these have just a lot of fun memories. So let's get down to sharing what songs really really uh, held up for us. I'll open it up. Oh shit, that's not my list. This is my list. Oh man. So for the first one, it's definitely from the first one. I'm definitely gonna repeat some from last time because I, I just like fucking love these songs. Um, and the first one is one of the bonus songs from the first game, once you beat the game, you have like, or you have like, like the cash and you can just like go over. It's uh, Get Ready to Rock by Freeze Pop. Just because at first it was just like, oh, this song's funny, but then it was just like, okay, this song is starting to mean a little too much for my gay little heart. <laughs> and because like the opening lyrics were just like, hey, pretty boy, it's time to wake up. And I won't sing it this time, but hey, pretty boy. Um, put on your makeup and it's like, oh shit. And after a while, it was just like, that part started just to really resonate with me. And, and I'll say, as like I said last time, um, I used to see a girl that had these clip on feathers. It, I mean, like it was like a feather strand yeah. with like some, some other like uh, stuff on it, like uh, for, for some other charms, but she was white. So it was a little kind of too appropriating. So I'd usually try to, take it or to wear it every chance I could so she, so she wouldn't. <laughs> um, uh, and every single time I'd put, it, I'd put it on, I would be that pretty boy. I was that pretty boy from the song. <laughs> and it's just, it's such a bad, it's such a badass song because it's one of those where they didn't have like the master recording for it the first time around for the first game. So you get two very different songs and honestly, both songs really work. Like, yeah, te- technically the, the Guitar Hero song is a cover, but it has that more aggressive distortion um, guitar behind it. But then I just, I love going back to, to the original one. Cause like, I just, I know it, I knew it first by the, by the guitar hero one. And then getting like the real one is like, Oh shit. You just get like these vast, vastly different vibes or genres to the songs. But I definitely recommend listening to both of them. Obviously when I present this one, but then going to YouTube and, and looking up just this one in the guitar hero form. And it's just, they're both a lot of fun. 
So yeah, first one, Breeze Pop, get ready to rock. Next up, Jess, what is your first entry into the jukebox? Um, so I picked one because it introduced me to a new band that I didn't know that well. And it was on Guitar Hero 2, and it's Beast and the Harlot by Avenged Sevenfold. So I had never heard their songs before. Beast and the Harlot. It was so fun to play and then listening to it. I just, I love the song. I love what it's about. It's like this almost biblical epic story and this metal song. And I'm like, this is great. So it was made for me. And then I got on the Avenged Sevenfold bandwagon for a bit and listened to a bunch of their other songs. So thanks <laughs> to Guitar Hero. <laughs> I actually really don't like Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, no. Except, except, except for, like, two songs. This one being one of them because of my nostalgia towards the game, so I really can't hate on it. But, I'm, but I've never been an A7X fan, only because, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell everybody why right now. Okay. I don't, I don't know what it was, but in that whole like metal supreme phase of my life, and I would just like just talk shit about poppy music, mm-hmm. I would confuse A7X with uh, Good Charlotte, and that's no. why. It's- okay. <laughs> and now, and now, I mean, now for nostalgia reasons, I fucking adore Good Charlotte for for uh-huh. all the right reasons. But I still fucking hate A7X because they were just like, oh, you're just not that band. <laughs> Okay. What what a mix up. <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking mix up, uh, and every single time it's like, oh, the same fucking band. I just I don't like them. They're shit. <laughs> so that's why I don't like Avenged Sevenfold. Okay. <laughs> Except for I mean, Beast of the Harley gets a pass. So thank you for the addition and again, because like at least in this theme, in this topic, I, I like Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're kind of like like a lot of metal fans consider them to be like, you know. Not yeah. not real, like. But I'm like, I don't care. I'm not that deep into it. So, <laughs> excellent, <laughs> Daniel. What is your first pick? I just gotta pig- piggyback a little bit. So I saw them open up for Metallica, and okay. M Shadows' voice went out three times. First time, I was like, all right, the, you know, this is basically like the lag end of your tour, so I'll give you one. But when it cracked the third time, I was like, all right, nope, nope, you just you lost your voice. You just can't sing anymore. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> and then after that tour ended, um, a morning sickness, you know, KUPD here, local rock station, they talked about how M. Shadows actually had to get uh, steroid shots in his throat so he could recover his uh, vocal cords and vocal strength. So, okay, but that happens to Adele too. Like, true. These people push their voices because I they know. don't get proper training. Like, does it necessarily mean that they suck at music? It's just. <laughs> I, I just never really cared for his voice. I mean, he was good when I was really old, uh, really old event sevenfold. He can actually scream and hold it, but and I get that wear and tear on your voice, but still, I'm just like, nah, not my thing. <laughs> Do better. Yeah. Go, go to go to like an opera training school, and they'll teach you how to properly scream. Well, well yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but anyway, that just kind of solid, you know, that just kind of dug that opinion of like, I don't like you guys even more when it's on live and open up for Metallica. So, yeah. Okay, that's uh, right. quick question. How did James sound, by the way? Uh, raspy as hell. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> he he could still hold his notes and like hold a pitch, but um, everything. You know how he ends everything with like <clears throat> like newer. You know yeah. the topic. Yeah, that's how he was ending every. Every lyric he sang was a, uh, at the end. I mean, 
if, if, we're, if we're just throwing out disses, Dave Grohl also just belts out a scream. How instead of dare like, you even? I don't <laughs> even care what you're about. Amazing. I'm noticing, I'm noticing, I'm noticing him changing up the songs so he'd rather just scream it than do it right. I'm just, I'm just calling it as it is. Hey, he's my hero, right? so I can call it out. <laughs> he is the son of Apollo. I don't <laughs> Um, uh, but back on track. Um, so this is actually one of my go-to karaoke songs uh, and I have to say awesome kingdom by the toadies. That's on my list. Oh my god! I cannot believe your goddamn list. Sorry, I killed it for me. (laughs) It's my. It's on mine too because this is also a karaoke of mine. (laughs) I just love doing you know the last part, just saying the "Do you want to die?" Not going to sing it. I want to, but not going to. But I just love doing that part so much. And this is kind of double dipping too because we talked about rock band and actually being able to sing that part and do it on the mic on, on rock band was amazing. Cause this was originally <laughs> on guitar hero too. And then yeah, they right. featured on rock band. Oh, that's so, true. Yeah. So, yeah nice. That's my song. Okay. So my first pick is from guitar hero two. And it's a song that Josue is going to be familiar with. Cause I recommended it last time. And it's yeah. a song that I have a real weakness for. And that is Matthew sweets girlfriend um it's just a really fun song it's it's very much pop rock um it's the kind of thing you'd probably hear playing on the radio in like 98 you know like in the era of like life is a highway and shit like that um but it's got a really cool like actual rock vein running through it um the lead guitarist basically solos throughout the entire song and it's, it's almost like backing vocals and there is a back little touches like um there's a choir that do little like oohs and ahs in the background of his vocals, and I just I just really like it. I think it's really well put together. It's also excellent driving music. <laughs> um, if so, I love a good driving playlist. And oh it's yeah, just, like it's the kind of thing you can roll the windows down and just belt out the lyrics because they're not super complex, but it's just like a lot of fun, you know. So yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Matthew Sweet Girlfriend from Guitar Hero Two. Excellent. Now, so for my second one, um, it's one of those I wish I could save it for last, but one of y'all might, might pick it, and I want to pick it. <laughs> and this one is That's What You Get by Paramore. That was on my short list. <laughs> this was such a great song. Like, just for the times to just hit so right, for this to come out in 2007, and my, my sophomore year in high school, only for this song to be in the in the biggest game of the times the following year, and it was just like, um, it had to be played every single time anywhere it got together with this game on there. And to just kind of almost like get that vibe from like the vi- the music video and just like have that feel when early, early days of Paramore probably went there. I think second you're album. right. By second, second album. One, yeah. yeah. Cause they had the one before, but I don't know if they had, there was another one. No, this is the second one. Right. It was the second one. It's just, it just got so overplayed, but it was just like in the best way. Cause I mean, I was just like, such a fucking banger of an album and I really just put them on the map for forever. Um, so just having, that's what you get as part of like your high school life as part of these songs and just like going fucking ape shit to this fucking game was just, it was just such a fun memory. So it just had to be played. It just had to be put on here. So yes, Jess, number two. Uh, my number two is from guitar hero warriors of rock. And Ooh. that is going to be the surprise I got when they had basically a whole half of an album um, for like, I think it was like the last thing you had to do in the game before you completed it, but it was all of rush 2112. 
Yes. Oh, no shit. So the rock opera 2112. I remember it started and I was like, this is this is that Rush rock opera. <laughs> and, it just, <laughs> and it went through every single, it's like seven song collection in it. And it's just one of my favorite things to listen to occasionally. And so I was happy to be able to play it because it's, it's Rush doing a sci-fi rock opera story, story about a dystopian world that no longer has music in it and my favorite part of it is discovery in which it's describing the main character discovering an electric guitar and so it starts with the guitar out of tune and you hear him tuning it and then it goes into this just gorgeous melody with just it's just beautiful it's great i love rush 2112 (laughs) this is one of those projects i have not given it like a cover to cover go and I think it's going to be like when I was like in in the middle of making this playlist, I just listened to all these songs mm-hmm. in the middle of making this. It's going to just be the whole album just so I can just get the experience again. Yeah. I don't listen to this one enough. So cool. Um, yeah. And also, honestly, I also didn't play that game. Like, what was it again? Let, wait. Warriors? Warriors of Rock? It was on the three. Yeah. Was it three? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It is three. I got But they called it Warriors of Rock. Okay. All right. Oh, that Legends of Rock was the third one. Yeah. Yeah. Legends. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, it was later on down the line because it took me forever to figure out because I couldn't remember which one it was on. So I went through like the whole mecha list and I was like yeah. scrolling, scrolling, like where too. was this thing? I can't remember where it was at. Maybe it was five. It was it was later. Uh, world on. Tour. There was World Tour. Yeah, with yeah. The- Warriors of Rock was six. Six. Oh, okay. There you, go. <laughs> you guys really did get the whole collection. I did. I had a lot. I really five, did had a lot. Although I learned there were ones I did not even know about. So. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know, there's like rock smith you can like real guitar it's like shit okay that one sounds cool though um so who is i just next? just gotta say one thing to quote a movie um so just with you saying rush in my van we only listen to one band and one band only yeah. rush <laughs> rush <laughs> how about a little bit of variety daniel Plus, i can't remember i can't remember see the, the line. line see the line <laughs> Rush is right. variety, bitch. <laughs> I have that Blu-ray, and I couldn't remember. Damn it! <laughs> um, but uh, the next song, um, just gonna piggyback on Josue here. Um, you know, the Rock uh, uh, Guitar Hero games basically did kind of have me branch out to other music. So um, didn't know too much about like '60s and '70s music. Um, I knew a lot of '80s and '90s, but not '60s mm-hmm. and '70s. So I have to go with Sunshine of Your Love by Cream, which was on Guitar Hero 3. And I just love the Ooh. bass and the entire thing. The, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a classic riff. So it's I a love that. Riff. That's what really got me into it. And yeah, I have to throw that on the list. I know, like those discoveries where it's like, oh, this is a great song. Where's this from? That long ago. And at, th- at that point, <laughs> I would get, sometimes I'd get pissed or just like, where the fuck at this point for real where the fuck was my dad like to not recommend these songs like to me so yeah someone is like man these are old fucking songs and how did i not get around to these but also like being in the fucking butt corner of yuma like you weren't getting a lot of like obscure stuff for a while at least a lot of culture for a while unless you really got out of the way for that so i'm just glad somebody besides me put a cream song on this yeah for sure for real dude (laughs) great fucking choice so after that you smooth transition into keith's pick yeah, uh, I'm actually going the classic rock track as well. Nice. Um, this is uh, a song I've talked about before on this show, uh, and it was actually added under a different category in the previous iteration of this playlist. And that song is The Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunnymen. 
Um, Echo and the Bunnymen are one of those bands that the average person doesn't know, but music critics absolutely love. And um, I really, really enjoy Echo and the Bunnymen. They, they're like classic rock, but they also have like, it's, it's more 80s glam than anything in some ways, but hmm. then sometimes it's more like Nick Cave. It's really weird. They have like a really glam darkness to them. It's so weird to explain, but The Killing Moon is such a great song. Uh, absolutely love it. Uh, their other song, Lips Like Sugar, will be on this playlist at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm going to add them. But yeah, I didn't know this was on the games. I <laughs> discovered that it's on Rock Band 3. Ooh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's the one I really was like, I need to dig this stuff out and try to play that because I love <laughs> that song. So, um, but yeah, The Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunnymen. Awesome. Going into the last rounds. I really wish I knew what your guys' last songs were so I can just go around those. <laughs> hey, going first, last. Yeah, right? Hey, going last, first. Yes, yeah. hey, going last, first. So, for my last one, um, I guess I'll go with... God, they're just so good ones. You know what? No, I'm going to go with Maps by the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's good. Also on my list. <laughs> I mean, I almost regret it, but no, it is a good one. Another memory to this song was... If you guys knew skill, what Skills USA was way back in school, I was a part of it because I was part of a vocational school for a, a TV production class. And there was like a, a camping trip. And at one point, there was like, hey, this is going to be a rock band. But fucking idiots didn't take their memory card or for some reason it wasn't the right hard drive so the actual counselors had to spend like the whole first night trying to unlock as many songs as they could so that for like was for like there's like a not talent show but there was like a a get together later on there was rock gonna be rock band and then like a battle the bands type of thing if you will uh, with rock band and so they needed to have the variety and our band the salty biscuits yes it was after an innuendo um <laughs> just to hear them say it out loud um we did not get to play maps because that's the one we wanted because some other band fucking took it first and <laughs> we ended up doing bon jovi wanted Dare alive but i'm not gonna put that fucking song on i'm gonna put on maps um but yeah, why yeah. not <laughs> well, well because that's the song we lost to so fuck that song Someone's even though it was, it was it was the song that <laughs> it was the song that that got me to start playing on hard mode on drums but still fuck that song we could have had a much better time anyway back to maps um because because that fucking band played after us too and it was bullshit because we had our good times and so after that i was like oh shit now it's them and oh shit they're playing maps so we started singing maps and then we as the salty biscuits were the ones that got the crowd to start singing maps with them one of the pluses that for being judged is to get the crowd to move with you. That was us. We fucking did that. And yeah, we, we lost a $15 uh, gift card to iTunes way back when, which was like literally gold. So you shot yourself um, in the foot. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we literally did. And also because, and the thing is like, you also got judged by the difficulty. So I was like, you know what? They're playing on medium. Let's be, fucking play on hard. And it was all like pressure on me. Cause I was the one new one playing into, into hard. Um, but Regardless, we fucking did it. We all scored it in the 90s section. They played on medium and still got, like, in the 90s, and one person got 80%, so it should have notched them down so fucking low. But I guess we were the crowd control that gave them all the fucking points to win, and it was so dumb, and it was too mass. It really is. a great fucking song. I, cannot, I can't hate the song. I, I'll hate the band forever, um, but I can never hate the song. By the band, you mean the band you lost to, not the yeah, yeah, yes. Not the exactly. Yeah. 
Okay. I was yeah. like, how dare you, sir? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's except for Maps. Maps is cool. No, no, no. It's not like that. It's, it's that whatever obscure band that I got to botch it. And then we botch it and you rescued. Yeah, yeah. And we did. We fucking, fucking rescued the song. Um, but yeah, it was, very, it was very fun. And I just, just fond memories with this game. It was just so fucking fun. So that was my last pick. Jess, final pick. Okay, my final pick is going to be from Guitar Hero 3, and it's Knights of Sidonia. Good one. Oh, that just, was yeah. my last cut. I'm oh. not even kidding. Last <laughs> oh, one. no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's good because it didn't make my cut. So oh, okay, <laughs> good. I, I love Muse, and that was, like, I think the first Muse song I ever heard. It was such a fun song to play on Guitar Hero. So that's... That's nice, Estonia. Yeah, it was I one of those fucking hard ones too. Oh yeah, it was very hard. I I like tried to perfect <laughs> it. I don't think I ever managed to, but I tried. <laughs> no, no, it's great fucking pig. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Now, Daniel, I actually switched it up. Uh, um, so this one was on Guitar Hero Five, and it's uh two minutes to midnight from Iron Maiden. Because no matter oh, what. Oh, nice. yeah. What instrument you're playing or vocals, this song is hard as hell. Plus, Iron Maiden kicks a lot of ass. If you ever get the chance to see him live, Bruce Dickinson still has it. Yo, what about yeah. Steve Harris on the bass? However, he, <laughs> Dude, Steve Harris. He had to shit. lift his leg on the speaker so he can shred on the bass. <laughs> oh, he manually moved his leg. Oh my god, that's adorable. Um, ghost open for them, and I saw them back uh, three years ago. Really great show. They have all the energy, even though he had to, you know, kind of lift his leg up on the on the speaker to shred. But really good show. <laughs> if uh, they tour again, really recommend seeing them at least once. Nice. Iron Maiden was one of those. I was like, I wish I could. So, moving on to last picks for the episode. Keith. Okay. I always start with my honorable mentions, and we'll work backwards everybody else's. Uh, second time this has been an honorable mention for me in three weeks, or three shows, uh, <laughs> Killer Queen by Queen. Ooh, yeah. yeah. One. yeah. Good one. It was on my list. <laughs> yeah. Also, a song that I, I hate that I love this band, Hostway. They come up all the time. Duran Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf. I don't know why I love Duran Duran. I really don't. <laughs> like, but I saw it and I'm like, ooh, and then I'm like, why, what's wrong with me? <laughs> um, so, at least it's not Rio, because Rio, man, I'll get crunk Rio. Anyways, <laughs> so, Rio. I'm, I have a dilemma. Mm-hmm. So, I want you to know I love you. You're my friend. You're my brother. Mm-hmm. So, cool. I'm not going to pick a song, but I know no, I'm going set. Okay. So my final honorable mention is Dragon Force through the Fire and the Flames. I mean, it's like I know it's like it would only I mean if you pick it for any other topic, I'll still hate you, but in, in this one it, it would get the pass, but I still am be like, uh, it's like that one song I just don't like. Last time we did this, I I messaged him, I'm like, Hey, should we just make that, you know, an automatic entry? Because everyone's gonna say it. He's like, I fucking hate that song. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so. it's- if they weren't such a gimmicky band, if they could actually pull off what they do on the videos uh, live, then you know what? Fucking hats off to Dragon <laughs> Force. Yes, I can't play like the like the way they do. Sure, but uh, this is where the gimmicky 
part my call out comes in is because which is truth because i mean yes they kind of fell off the face of the earth (laughs) yeah of course although liz absolutely adores them by the way our producer liz (laughs) loves dragon force liz has the strangest taste in music you'll ever dope if anything (laughs) i like dragon force because liz likes them yeah because of her music they'll be on a mix with gaga and like Irish folk music. She's the weirdest person I know. <laughs> um, so, so my final actual pick, though, the band should not be a surprise this way. It's the Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh. Um, and I'm picking Cherub Rock. Uh, it was on both Guitar Hero Three and Rock Band One. Nice. Um, it's not from the album, but I keep threatening to put the entire album on the playlist. So, <laughs> so it's an extra. Is, yeah, so it's a bonus. So, yeah, <laughs> it, for those who don't know, my goal is to put. Every track from Melancholy and Infinite Sadness double disc on this playlist <laughs> at some point. Um, but Chair Brock, I think, it was Siamese Dream, the one before that. So mm. um, it's just a great song. The the opening guitar, it just gives it just flashes me back. You know, it's just I love it. Um, yeah, that was that was a tough cut though. Um, I'll be honest. Yeah, if you didn't pick Knights of Cydonia, I would have had a really hard decision to make. <laughs> so I'm very happy you did. <laughs> so yeah, that's my last one. Awesome. Uh, working backwards, Daniel mentioned Rebel Yell, and that's a karaoke song. Um, this will actually bring back memories for Jess. Uh, whenever we would go over to Matt's house and we would play uh, Guitar Hero 5, because he had the whole full set, Feel Good Inc., I was always, would always jump on the vocals for that. Um, actually, yeah, that, nice. that's uh, the, my two honorable mentions. So, uh, Jess, any other tracks that almost made the list? Um, Stranglehold by Ted Nugent from Guitar Hero World Tour. <laughs> uh, and also, back when we used to actually play together as friends, I remember playing Hot for Teacher so often. Can't remember exactly which game it was on, but Hot for Teacher Van Halen. I was also on 5, which I don't <laughs> remember the name. Yeah. Was it 5? Okay. All right. Oh, five okay. was 5. <laughs> 5 was just called 5. five. was just 5. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's very fast and the furious. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, honorable mentions for me. We had so many guitar duels, and just to settle who was the best guitarist for like the day <laughs> was uh, we had to plug in uh, Guitar Hero Two with uh, Jordan by Buckethead. One of the sickest fucking guitar. The guitar. Uh, yeah, just songs with guitar only, basically. So dope. And then if that didn't get settled with that one, it, we jump over with uh, the Fall of Troy with FCP Ooh, Remix, yeah. which was going to be my last choice because it's such a great fucking song. Uh, after that, then, yes, also still with the duels, um, the Rise Against oh, yeah. songs, Prayer for the Refugee was just actually such oh, a yeah. hard fucking song to play on there. Uh, give, and then Give It All is just because arguably my favorite Rise Against song, but that was on Rock Band. And then, and the last one I'll mention is uh, Dead on Arrival by... <laughs> uh, Follow Boy. I just had like, this one fond memory on that one. It's like I was on the drums because I just wanted to be on the drums. Um, my buddy Raph was on the, had been on guitar, and then uh, my boy Hakili's had been, had just been hogging the mic as he always did. And Ralph had already explained that he wanted to sing for a while, <laughs> but Hawk just being Hawk, just being like, "Nah, it's my game." <laughs> so at one point, then we finally get to "Dead on Arrival" by Follow Boy. And literally, Ralph just stops playing 
and walks over and tries to grab the mic off of Dylan's hands, <laughs> off of Hawk's hands. And they literally just start fighting over the mic. And I'm still trying to keep going. I'm, I'm going with the song. And I'm just like screaming, like, please, can we get a log? We're going to lose the song. <laughs> and sure enough, we fucking lose the song because Rob had not fucking been playing the whole time. And they were just saying each other over uh, each other word of the song to each other. And it's like, God damn it. So, yeah, they, they swap they swap instruments after that. <laughs> it was just such a fun times. So yeah, uh, maybe these songs, some of these will come back next time if we do this one again. This is such a fun, fun, fun section. I love reminiscing about these these songs and these times, and especially this game because really my rock band like or music video game career really ended around rock band too. I really really didn't play much after that. Uh, but yeah, this was super fucking fun. Let's move on to. Next thing is new releases. It's that time. There's new music out. Keith, what do you see on your end? Uh, so as far as this week goes, uh, I got the Vince Stables album. <gasps> oh, for real? Yes. Yeah. Which is which has an 84 on Metacritic, which is crazy good. Dope. Um, Drugstore Romeos. I got an Inhaler album, which did not score well. I'm kind of like a. Um, Wallflowers. Um, I have a weakness for the Wallflowers because yeah. yeah. the lead singer is Bob Dylan's son. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that oh, nice. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tom oh, Odell. from Vid Staples. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, not a ton this week, to be frank. Yeah, honestly, I'm not. I'm just seeing. Uh, but last up, Reese Peets. What's up? I do have next week's. Oh, do you? Nice. There's a couple big ones. Ooh. Um. Your boy, Pop Smoke. Oh. Yeah. Has a new album coming out. Um, he had that much. It was known that he had a fuckload of material, yeah. like left over, yeah. and oh, it's, it's going to be so sad. It's self titled. So. Uh, <laughs> um, KSI. Okay. I know. Yourself, I know. I'm done. Kill yourself indulgence? You got to go to Shadow. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. It's, it's uh, the okay. rapper slash right, video game streamer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, John Mayer has an album coming out. Okay. Uh, it looks like the Willow album is actually out next week. Oh, thank God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be so fucking good. It's, it's going to be a rock album. And I highly recommend those last two singles that just, that she put out in preparation for this one. Uh, and then I also got Concrete Castles. And there's a new Bare Naked Ladies album. <laughs> That's funny. Which okay. I have a severe weakness for. So. Um, I don't see anything else. Ida May. Ida May has an album coming out. Ooh. I think that's it, though. Nice. Um, stuff to call on my end. Um, ASAP 12, he has a new single, and his literally all the singles he's been putting out have just been gold. And like the last two albums from last year were just fantastic. So I'm excited for this one. Uh, dope. Shout out to uh, Nico, who was on the Pride episode, because I have been listening to Who Killed XIX, specifically for like the song that they shouted out to uh, Spy, because um, I listened to the, that project that was that was a part of it, and it was very weird. It really is like just two friends getting together and just like throwing their preferred genres to the like at the wall and just seeing what sticks. Um, and that being said, Spy was kind of like my favorite song out of that project. And then last week they had Spy Turbo, which was a a turbo version of that song and it was literally the way it was meant to be sound sounded with like the rest of the project and now i guess there's a, a slow down version of spy so 
shout out to Nico for 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 putting them on to me because they're actually really good, or just they're just very weird. <laughs> Other than that, those are really like the last two things I really kind of saw that you did it. I'm excited for having the staple self-titled. It looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, Sweet. definitely. Yeah, yeah, honestly, like not not many new new stuff this week. So yeah, I'm excited for the following week though. That's gonna be sick as fuck. Excellent. Well, moving on to roulette next episode times. What is next episode times, Keith? Our, our next category is vulgar display of lyrics, <laughs> oh, which I know Jessica wanted to be on. I did really come back want to be on this one, and John snatched it. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, John Cameron is going to be our guest. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, if he bells, if he bells, you're you're my backup. So. <laughs> There's a table for five, so if you have, if you have, it's like, yo, I got my songs picked out, I'm ready to be on the show, so, like, just come back next time. It was honestly so a pleasure question. So, yes, very much so. <laughs> on that topic, I uh, would like uh, Fucker Gently by Tenacious D fall under that category. Yeah? Absolutely. Absolutely. It basically, yeah. We, we, <laughs> vulgar. It's songs that, songs that are vulgar, but it can, but like, okay. it doesn't have to be just straight curse words. It can be a song that shouldn't be vulgar that is, like a love song. That is vulgar. That's vulgar to me. Like, like last time I picked only basically singer songwriter white girl with piano okay. songs with a lot of cursing so, in it, basically. So, yeah. like, it's just whatever you feel is vulgar. So, like, uh, "Sweet Asshole" by Sarah Bareilles and stuff. Yeah. There's not too much cursing in it, but because it's so sweet sounding, so I have to to like so. yeah. on that genre to category. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And I think I think T Dog picked one that was just. Straight up overly <laughs> sexual, like really <laughs> nastily sexual. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Excellent. Honestly, can't wait to just start dissing out all these swears and all these vulgarities. But right now, this concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. Again, so many thank yous to the co host and their amazing picks. Rounds for plugs. Jess, where can people find you? Anything you want to shout out to? Give shout outs to. Um, I don't know. I can't even think of a shout out right now. I'm so excited to listen to all this new music that I'm like writing oh, no. frantic notes. Like, ooh, I remember that song. I need to listen to it again. <laughs> um, but you can find me on Twitter as at JM Bailey Writes. Oh, excellent. And Daniel. Um, plugs, so any shout I'm going to have a new co host. I'm very excited. Uh, looks like the hiat- hiatus is going to end. Uh, but. Uh, I think I've been nice. here long enough. I don't have to say I'm, you know, part of the Communist Party anymore. But you can find me on Twitter at Super Common Daniel. <laughs> Unless this is when you totally. turn, when you make us it's not believe ne- it. <laughs> it's never not funny, man. <laughs> I honestly didn't hear it until it was called out because I mean I just see it all the time, so I, maybe that's why. But that show was so funny. <laughs> so uh, Keith, plugs, shoutouts. Yeah, uh, so you can find me on Twitter at WHI Podcast Keith. You can find our producer Liz, WHI Podcast Liz. You can find uh, We Have Issues, our other show that's about all the new comics that come out every week at WHI Podcast on Twitter as well. And of course, you can check those out on Geek Elite Media at geekelitemedia.com as well as at Geek Elite Media on Twitter. Excellent. And thank you to you, the listeners, for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. You can definitely follow this show at Jukebox Vertigo and myself 
on Twitter at Hostway Reads Hostway, where a public playlist will be updated and shared weekly, as well as a short playlist to go with every new episode with our picks. Now let loose with your jams and geek out.